Hello, everybody, and welcome to Implosion. We have a special edition where we have an amazing group, a duo, if you will, of two ladies that are based in Canada, and I'm going to introduce you to them. But first, let me go ahead and tell you about their bios. The first one is Miss Tara Kai, and she has a longtime collaborator whose name is John Dean, who brings words and music to life, drawing from their personal life journeys with a blend of rock, country, world, and Latin vibes. They have 26 plus songs that have garnished significant acclaim according to chart success and critical recognition. They have released two albums, Rock and the Country and World and the Latin Vibes, showcasing their diverse musical talents. With recent addition of talented musicians such as B.B. Lee, Eric Frizz Caldwell, Mr. Paulini, and Warren Nichols, the group is also known as the Road Dogs, continues to create captivating music. Tarakai, known for breaking boundaries with their fearless approach, contributes her alto saxophone skills to the max. Additionally, with the support of a seasoned team at BigRecords.World, the journey has reached new heights with a forthcoming international collaboration set to launch in fall of 2023. And then we also have Ms. Jeannie Duham, serves as a key member of the executive team at Big Records LDT Limited, leading the sponsorship and publishing division with a rich 30-year background in the entertainment industry she has excelled in various roles, including acting agent, coach, label director, music manager, composer, community choir conductor, event planner, and more. Her musical journey began at the age of seven, and she continues to explore new avenues, recently picking up the ukulele, embracing the philosophy that one has never too old to learn. I agree with that. And... um Let's go ahead and take this time and bring these ladies in. Well, hello, hello, hello. I'm hello. Going to go ahead and move myself down here so that the ladies are up there. How are you gals doing today? Very well, thank you. Really Good. great. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. All righty. Well, here's one of the things we like to do at Implosion. And the first thing I will do, we'll start with you, Tara. Who is Tara Kai and... Tell the audience a little bit about you. My name is Tara Kai, and I started playing saxophone at about uh, 14 years old. And generally, it was um, it was my parents' way of you know getting rid of me. Go play saxophone on the rock for a couple hours, please, and just leave mm -hmm. us alone. <laughs> and uh, you know, I remember the first time they asked me to do such, I thought, oh my gosh, they're trying to get rid of me. And I, I said to my dad, and I was in tears. I'm like, well. I can't play saxophone on the rock because I don't have my music. I, I won't be able to play the right notes. And my dad said, well, I don't care. Just play notes. I won't know if they're right or wrong. I don't play music. And so away I went. And I had this complete passion for music. And I took a little bit of a hiatus when I became an adult. And I had to get a real job. And so I got a real career as a biochemist and a geneticist. And But I always yearned for that music. And so after I got my degree and after I recovered from cancer, I, I gave myself a gift of um, opera training in about 1997 uh, with Gary Zellers. And I learned how to sing in English, German, French, and Italian, and Spanish. And from there, 
I just started writing. I, I, I couldn't stop writing these words that come into my head and I just have to get them out. And I'm super okay. fortunate to have the team at Big Records and I've had the opportunity to have met Jenny Duan and John Dean. John Dean's been working with me for 26 years. He started working with me in 1994. Uh, that's when we met. And that was when my parents bought me a piano uh, to deal with the fact that I couldn't have my dream wedding because I had cancer. And so they gave me a piano so that I could do something with my time while I was sick. And that's how I met John Dean. And John Dean's been a friend of mine now for 30 years. Um, so we've been writing, we can almost complete each other's sentences and it becomes really difficult to figure out, you know, who said what, when, and which part was his and which part was mine. We just mm -hmm. kind of mesh. Mm. And, you know, and I'm really fortunate to have met uh, Jenny Duam because Jenny Duam is much like that too. When we, when we write together, it's like we both think of the same thing at exactly the same moment and we don't know which one should have said which first. Mm -hmm. So it's very cool. And uh, so I'm very fortunate to have met Jenny Duam. And I originally just asked Jenny Duam to come on to Paris with me because I wanted some French translation. And then she's like, well, we could make this a little bit more pretty. And I'm like, oh, okay. And then she's like, well, I sing too. And I'm like, oh, okay. Do you want to do backups? And then I heard her and I'm like, oh my gosh, you sound great. You sound a lot like me. <laughs> I said, let's trade leads and see if anybody knows who's singing French and who's singing English. <laughs> and so that's what we did in Paris. And, and I'm really grateful because now I've got somebody that can sing lead for me and I can honk away on my saxophone, which is super delightful for me. Um, and I understand now that she also plays fiddle. And then I'm very fortunate to have had the Big Records team. And I'm very fortunate to have met Paul Linney and have had Paul Linney put a band together for Jenny and I uh, called Tarakai and Nefarious Ways. Mm. And that includes Paul Linney, Bibi Lee, um, Frizzman, nobody knows him as Eric Caldwell, sorry. Um, <laughs> Warren Nichols, who is just an exceptional composer. Um, and then we found this really great producer, uh, D-Ray. Shout so, out D-Ray. <laughs> D-Ray, the producer, and he's also from Blast. So it's a blast Indeed. of a chance. Thank you very much, everybody here. Awesome, awesome. So, Ms. Jenny, um, tell us a little bit about Jenny and what you're about. Mm. Well, as a, thank you, first of all, for having <laughs> us today. I'm very excited to be here. Um, as you mentioned in my bio, I started um, singing at the age of seven. I probably came out singing and like I say I probably started playing the my mother's umbilical cord you know, <laughs> as I was coming out <laughs> the string player that I am mm -hmm. and uh, so I ended up uh, singing in church uh, that's where I basically started except for singing at home my father is a was a touring musician at the time and music was very prominent in our uh, family literally we were invading the my grandmother's sunday <laughs> kitchen where all of the family members would come together and grab out the guitars and fiddles and you know when my grandfather was still alive come out with the fiddle and Ooh. all of his brothers were fiddle players too so my greatest uh, moment that i remember is sitting at my uncle my great uncle's table and uh, my grandfather coming over and just handing me the fiddle and saying play you know we're here to jam just you know no music no nothing just listen just listen for those precious silent moments where you could come in and play right mm -hmm. so that was 
very, uh, that was a, a very important time for me to really understand, you know, the, the motions and music and to appreciate those moments with family and, and, uh, you know, music in, in a French Canadian family is super important. And especially coming from the, the, a French, Irish, Scottish background as well. Uh, music is all around us really. <clears throat> so I ended up going on and playing, um, uh, violin afterwards. I studied violin at the age of seven as Suzuki method. So I was going really into the classics. So that was taking me into a different world than just, you know, my usual CCR or the, the vintage classics that we usually heard. I, I grew up with CCR, Eagles, Shanana, you know, <laughs> Savoy Brown, you name it. You know, I, I was listening to it. We were, uh, you know, very, uh, my, my father played that style of music too. So uh, we listened to it often. So I ended up going in and playing violin and then uh, tragedy hit. My grandfather passed away, even being the fiddle player that he was. And of course it put a knife in my throat and it took me a long time to take it out until I was about 20 years old, where I ended up meeting the person who was to become my husband and we became, um, music collaboratives. And uh, so I ended up taking out the violin again and just started experimenting with it and just really playing like alternative violin. It was really getting into, um, you know, the technique of what I was learning when I was younger, uh, the Suzuki method. So Ooh. it was a lot different for me. And just to go back to that kitchen, really, and to be able to play freely and just listen you know, I just have those prime moments in the music. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, you life takes over, you become a mother, you have children and you mm -hmm. go off and do other things. And and uh, my husband at the time went off and said, well, I wanted to go solo. So that totally cut me out of the picture type mm -hmm. of thing. Right. So I ended up getting back into choir and mm -hmm. I ended up just really embracing my classical voice again. Um, mm -hmm. In high school, I had ended up singing with a 150 member choir. We were all girls. Wow. Uh, yeah. Minus this one gentleman or this young boy that wanted to learn how to sing with us. And that didn't last long, unfortunately. I think you, the peers took over, but it was sad that he <clears> left <throat> because he had an amazing voice. And he should have <laughs> been encouraged to, to join us anyway. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I ended up getting back into the choir uh, realm of things and um, I haven't stopped. I'm actually going back to a 150 member choir and oh. we're going to be singing November 4th at Notre Dame Basilica. We'll sing Mozart's Requiem. Uh, we haven't oh. sung it in about five years when we were on tour in uh, Prague and uh, we went to Vienna as well. Uh, mm -hmm. So Salzburg and Vienna. And we had the pleasure of uh, being there in 2019 pre-pandemic. And we were supposed to hit um, Italy afterwards to do Carmina Burana. Uh, that's a Carl Orff piece. Uh, it's absolutely mm -hmm. beautiful. It's the dun, 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 dun. Dun, 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 that piece there, right? So we all know that famous, you know, Fortuna. Right. <laughs> and we're so excited to, to hear it and sing it. But um, yeah, so that's where I'm at right now. And then I was so uh, happy to have Tara uh, invite me into mm -hmm. this uh, proposal. I do sing with a friend of mine. We go into residence. Well, that was pre-pandemic that we go into residence and we'd sing for our dear friends that are a little older than us and that love music and so we take out uh, that was the opportunity for me to take out the ukulele 
And Ooh. sometimes with the fiddle, and so I'd harmonize with her. <coughs> we just uh -huh. do French standards because Quebecers, that's what they love. It's just the French standards, the older French standards. So, yeah, so that's where I'm at right now in my journey and uh, okay. writing songs again with Tara is very exciting. Okay. All right. So, thank you for the responses. This one is going to be a question for both, and we'll have Ms. Tara lead. What personal experiences or emotions have inspired your latest collaborative piece and how have they shaped the lyrics and the melody? Well, we actually have two releases. So okay. Paris was one that was just, uh, it was a really cool collaboration with Fear Escape and JDP3. And it was very simply, you know, Marco sent me a track and he called it Paris. I said, okay, you want me to write lyrics and, and put some and put some voice down on that? Perfect. And so then I sat back and I thought, well, what would I sing about Paris? So I sat on my computer and I researched Paris and then I made myself a really nice dinner and then I had a nice, uh, a nice romantic movie evening. And, and then I came back with a glass of wine and I thought, well, let's write some beautiful lyrics. And that was the start of Paris. And so it was just a, a lovely, warm feeling about the dream of romance and having a romantic time in, in Paris. And so, of course, you know, the saxophone had to come out in that one. Um, Kiss Me Quiet is our other release. And that is with uh, JDP3 again and Nefarious Ways. So actually, we have a new band and our band's name is Tarakai and Nefarious Ways. Not because I'm like ego driven or anything like that, but people already are following my music and I want them to be invited to meet our new band, Nefarious Ways. And Kiss Me Quiet was a song that I wrote with um, one of our big records executives. He was the president of um, the country music division in big records, uh, Glenn Kane. And he was, you know, I was being myself, which is sometimes I can be a little bit uh, cheeky. And and he said, oh, Lordy, what am I going to do with you? I said, well, I don't know. If I had a husband, maybe he'd kiss me quiet and hold me tight. And then there was silence on the phone. I said, look, that's my line. If you want that line, you have to write a song with me. And he says, fine. I said, fine. Okay, we'll set a date. July the 17th, 2023 or July the 15th, 2023, we sat down and pen to paper but and then after that time the song i just couldn't get out of my head like this kiss me quiet hold me tight kiss me quiet and i literally it invaded my space with these words and i couldn't get away from them so i had to pull my truck over to the side of the road and i'd be writing down and then i get like 30 feet and i'd be pulling my truck over and writing them down and then 30 feet and i'd be pulling my truck over and writing them down there was nothing i could do the, the those words had to come out so and then i'm really fortunate that i get a chance to work with uh jdp3 because she's amazing that's all i can say she's amazing <laughs> thank awesome. you so much likewise <laughs> thank so you so what do you what do you say Jeannie, on that well i really love the songs that were brought forth as well and when we were sitting down to discuss patty and the words that were within and translating it really um tara actually did a very good job in being able to create particular words in french but I had brought the motion to her that French 
people are very poetic and when we speak we sing <laughs> you know already so it has to have that poetic flair to it and i so i suggested a few lines to her uh to try to change it up a little bit and bring a little bit more uh flow to the song uh so we could sing it together and i feel that it worked very well we're both nature driven people we're both connected to the earth and you know we're the type of people that will run through the sand with our bare feet or just walk on the grass with our bare feet we're <laughs> literally that person right and we're connected that way too through nature and vibration through the world as well so those nature um, points in those astral um, positions as well uh, connect us and so it's easy for us to be able to write about them because they're like family members to us they're they're already part of who we are so it's easy for us to be able to write those types of lyrics and to be able to connect through that energy and so it was um fun to be able to um deliver Paris in the end because we did find that flow through with Fear Escape who happens to also be a guru uh, so our energy is connected really quickly with him and with his music where he is very um you know a very ballady going into an EDM and so he creates those vibrations that our synergy with us mm -hmm. and made it very very easy so when we ended up completing the song and after he brought us the mix we were both like wow this is so beautiful we have to share it with the world and we're so excited to present it and then when we had kiss me quiet we found that the same things happen i was actually going through an extension a voice extension you probably could hear it in my voice too that it's still a little grovelly um but we ended up i had a ear nose and throat infection and tara's mm. like well we really need to get this done and i said okay i'm just gonna go up and above and just do it because i felt it in that particular present moment mm -hmm. i ended up setting up my studio in my kitchen because it gives like a really nice cavern sound to um the space that i'm in mm -hmm. uh it's an open space like between the living room and the um the kitchen and at night it has like this really sweet spot sound to it that it gives this beautiful vibration like as if you're just kind of sitting in a cave and I just had my earphones on and I just closed my eyes and I just allowed Tara's voice and Warren's voice to be able to, to breathe through me. And so I yeah. ended up just being able to give back. So when I was breathing them in, I was flowing out. I was expirating. So it, you could feel that within the song too. I hope you could feel that within the song <laughs> that you could feel the inhalation and the expiration and it's just a, able to give you that free flow and i think it really the song really is about that it's really about a relationship dynamic it's about coming into a relationship and then having those hard moments of flowing out and real coming through those realizations of like do you want to continue this and then you know that vicious circle of what might happen of when you're coming into a relationship and going out and finding those boundaries and respecting yourself through that so i like really the songs mean a lot to us i think we you know as people in in a whole we all go through relationship dramas and we have to find the you know the the tolerance points and we also have to find the confidence within ourselves to say you know what what can we deal and how can we create a dynamic of conversation and which is the one 
most important part of a relationship is about conversation and being able to respect each other. So I feel that we ended up um, really gravitating that in our songs. Okay. Very good. And, and further to that, if I may add a little bit, um, mm -hmm. Glenn Kane was a very special person. And, you know, he was one of those people that came into your lifetime for a very short period of time and changed it forever. <clears throat> and I'll be forever grateful that he was part of our lives and uh, miss him every day, you know. So the song is also um, a memorial for Glenn Kane because, you know, he was with us and then he wasn't with us. And then uh, D-Ray, our producer, did this amazing technique with us where he goes to Jenny's voices in and out in a haunting fashion. So you can hear him at the beginning of the song a lot more than you can at the end of the song, because at the end of the song, he was just a memory. It was just a life uncompleted. Mm -hmm. Sorry. My, my condolences. Yeah. Thank mm. you. So this one will start off with you, Jenny. In what ways do your individual music backgrounds and personal journeys converge to create a unique blend of sound and style for your duo? That's a really interesting question, <clears throat> excuse me, um, because I think it really says it all within that particular question. My background comes from so many diverse genres. I also absolutely love and grew up on the Motown R&B sound. Okay. So, and that's how my heart gravitates to a lot, even though I'm like from a classical background and I also have like the vintage rock and roll <clears throat> backgrounds. I love hard rock as well. Um, but I really love to be able to go into those Motown and R&B and soul type flavor songs, like, you know, the Ray Charles and, you know, the Marvin Gaye and like going into those particular songs, the Commodores, you know, like nobody can live without the Commodores, right? <laughs> so, um, and of course, like Earth, Wind and Fire, and you know, do you have those great vintage uh, songs and, and uh, musicians and artists that are just fabulous and really take a hold of your heart? Uh, so I really think that those particular culminations really make who I am as a person and as a singer. And to be able to open ourselves up to those different ranges, because you're really, uh, it's an expression technically of all the different uh, places in your body where you're developing your song from. So, you know, for example, if you're singing uh, through a classical voice, like you're really going down into your pelvic area and then you can bring it up into a chest voice if you're doing like a pop sound. And then, you know, if you're a soprano one like I am, then you're going into your falsetto voice too. So you're really using, it's a whole body engagement in that. So I feel that all of my background um, really comes into who I am today as a singer and performer. And performing is really a huge place for me. Of course, coming from an acting background as well, there is no way that you cannot perform on stage. So I'm really looking forward to being able to express myself that way on stage with Tara. Understood. And you, Miss Tara. Well, I love music, period. And, you know, I was brought up on every single 
music style there possibly is because my grandfather um he played the banjo he played the guitar on my dad's side and my grandmother on my mom's side well she was a piano instructor and so you know there was always music somewhere in our life right and you know christmases were often with the piano and singing lullabies or, or whatever but my grandmother on my dad's side also really loved opera and so the first opera sh or play musical she ever took me to was oklahoma and I will say that, uh, oh, what a beautiful morning probably changed my life <laughs> because I heard that song and I was like, oh, my gosh, I got to sing. And then I saw that that movie in, in 1978, Grease with Olivia Newton-John and John Travolta. And I'm like, oh, and then everything opened up to me. And then like my dad was a huge music fan. My mom was a huge, huge music fan. Um, so we had uh, we'd always had plays. We'd always had great music playing. Of course, back in the 70s, we had some magical, magical bands. We had uh, Santana, who I'm a huge fan of. We have, we had ABBA, which, I mean, who doesn't love ABBA? Those golden tones, those wonderful harmonics. Oh, my gosh. I mean, they're just such an amazing band. We had Fleetwood Mac, which, you know, I'm grateful to work with Jenny because it gives me that Fleetwood Mac kind of heart ABBA feel. And I'm really excited about that uh, because I'm also a soprano one, but I'm a mezzo soprano. So I can hit all the way down, all the way up. So it's not surprising for me to go and sing a song from Cher or a song from Sarah Brightman in Italian, Conte Partiro, right? Because, you know, you just if you're a singer, you just want to sing. And so what i love about working with jenny is it's like an open canvas and you know the future is ours to create and i'm looking forward to um having some intertwining leads with our new songs and you know and i'm all about sharing and you know sharing is caring um you know i've got some exceptional musicians that i'm working with and i want them to shine just as much as i shine because we're a team right uh also grew up with some of the greats like uh journey and uh doobie brothers Super Tramp, Billy Joel. Oh my gosh, can't say enough things about Billy Joel. But my absolute favorite idols, I would say, were the ones that broke all the boundaries. They loved the genre surfing and they didn't care about the genre. Whatever the song required was what the song was going to come out as. You know, people like Elton John, Queen, right? Lady Gaga, Madonna. I mean, those are like my ultimate, ultimate, ultimate idols you know i love Sinead o'connor i love pat benatar i love darby mills from the headpins um you know there's been so many great influences to what my sound would be and of course you know if you play saxophone you 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 don't play saxophone at all if you don't know george thorogood's bad to the bone i'm sorry you just don't you, you don't even you would have not even heard saxophone or sade or george michael's uh careless whispers I mean, yeah. these are just saxophone classics. And, and when you get those in your head, they just they just stay with you and they resonate with you. And what I always like about saxophone is that it's such a diverse instrument. You can actually start to sing through it. So I actually didn't really play saxophone really, really well until after I learned how to sing. Because after I learned how to sing, that I learned that the saxophone's got this really cool ability to be able to sing right through that reed and you can make it emote right so i've got a hard mouthpiece on the brass and a soft tongue and so you literally can control the legato and the flow of the vibrato and you know i love being able to play with that and 
then taking the saxophone techniques and throwing them over into my voice so I can growl my voice, I can scream my voice, I can slide my voice the same way that I'll slide and play on the sax, right? You know, and of course, if you're a sax player, you got to love the octave leaps or the, you know, 13th leaps or the 11th leaps and then coming back down again and playing in those melodies. They're just, those are the sweet spots of a sax. And uh, I would say that singing brought me a new appreciation for sax and sax brought me a new appreciation for singing. Um, but I understand too that JDP3 also plays the fiddle. And what I'm really looking forward to is being able to fiddle around with some sax pieces where we trade off leads and a, a fiddle sax solo. So there's lots more to come for sure. And then, then there's organ and then there's guitar and I mean, drums. I mean, everything is just a wide open canvas. And I'm super <laughs> excited to work with such great musicians that are open to breaking down that box with me. Indeed. That sounds awesome. So right now we're going to go ahead and uh, take a listen to Kiss Me Quiet. And this is... Tara Kai and Miss Jenny Duam. Go ahead and play. Tara. Never knew I was lonely till I met you. Then in an instant, my dreams could come true. Somehow I knew that you felt it too. Hold you tight 
And that was Kiss Me Quiet. <laughs> you accidentally got cut off on the Tar. What were you going to add to that? Oh, sorry, that's Tara Kai in Nefarious Ways with Kiss Me Quiet. And that's our premiere song with our new band. And I'm looking forward to everything that we're going to do with the new band. Uh, gratefully speaking, Marco from Fear Escape has also granted us permission to perform his songs. So we're really grateful uh, because there are also two more songs in the works with Fear Escape. And there's, you know, with Nefarious Ways, there's countless songs in the pipeline for us to do. I plan to redo all of the songs that I've done with Tarakai as Nefarious Ways and also to bring in some new ones pretty soon too. So looking forward to that journey, but I wanted to make sure that the people that I work with get recognized because I work Most with definitely. exceptional talent, you know, Marco from Fear Escape, JDP, JDP3, I work with Paulini, Bibi Lee, uh, Frizzy Man, Warren Nichols, and John Dean. John Dean's been my lifelong friend, so I'm very grateful and fortunate. Thank you, everybody. <laughs> Not a problem. So let me uh, ask this one, and this one's just for you, Tara. How can you, how do you navigate the fine line between revealing intimate details about your life through your lyrics and maintaining a sense of privacy and boundaries as well as an artist? Ooh, that's a tough one. <laughs> sure. um, the song actually speaks volumes about my intimate details of my life. And the only way that you really, really know those intimate details about my life is if you know me personally. Um, and the people that know me personally know how much those songs really do mean to me. Mm -hmm. However, I try to keep the songs a little bit more discreet because a song isn't meant to be all about me, especially not all about me. When I write a song, I want a song to actually speak to anybody that's listening to that particular moment in their life, right? You know, we all remember the first time we heard a song and I wanna leave that magic open to whatever the song needs to be for that person. Because if I, if I color it with too much of intimate details of my personal life and how it came to pass, then that song loses that magic, that mystique, that mystery. Right, I understand that. So, you know, you want to be able to have people listen to the song and hit them for whatever reason it is. For example, Kiss Me Quiet, it could be about a relationship, but that relationship isn't necessarily a romantic relationship. It could be a parent relationship. It could be any relationship it is that you're in. Right, right. Got it. I got it. So, so you don't want to kill, like you said, the magic of what the song was created for. That's right. I want to keep the keep the fantasy alive, right? I believe that each song has got its own life and its mm -hmm. own purpose. And when I write the songs, I might write them with a vision in my mind, mm -hmm. but that vision in my mind might not be at all what somebody else hears because it might not relate to what they're experiencing. Their experience when they hear that song is going to dictate how they interpret those lyrics are, and it's going to be a personal journey for them. And when you can actually hit somebody where they're at personally, Mm -hmm. and let them have their own feelings, that is when the song breathes and has its own life. Understood. Thank you. So Jeannie, in what ways do you find solace through the process of transforming your emotions into music? And how does this process impact your overall being, your overall well-being? Um... 
Hmm. <laughs> well, there's always comfort in music, uh, for sure. Uh, my life is music. I don't think I could get away from it. It keeps haunting me. <laughs> that Jenny voice in my head, it kept me up all night. <laughs> yeah. Apparently I haunt everybody else in their dreams too. <laughs> yes, Jenny, you are our dream. Thank you. <laughs> but yeah, really, uh, it, uh, it's a great comfort to me in, you know, in, uh, living with music and i don't think that really i could live without it it's mm. a gift really for me to be able to uh enjoy so many different vibrations through music because music is all about frequency and mm -hmm. frequency is connection and frequency also heals different parts of you as well on um, depending on what the frequency is so it's really it's a really interesting introspection when you can get into those frequencies and understand what what can vibrate through you through music um even to the point where i'm at the highest vibration because i also do sing chinese opera and Ooh. have had some great opportunities with that so it's really always in a different placement uh right in front as opposed to being at the back of your head and scooping over it's like really placement all in that nasal cavity without having a nasal sound so uh it's um it's a really interesting because it's also about storytelling and uh you know the chinese are and anybody who's within asia are the best storytellers really uh they have such a long history a long journey uh that they've come to even for today and for them to be able to speak about their journeys through song and story uh, through their operas is such an amazing thing, uh, whether it be mythologically or whether it be true stories of their history. Oh. Um, it's just an amazing thing. And that's what we try to do with our, our stories today, too, is uh, through song is we're, we're storytellers. Um, oh. We just apply music to it. So it's really, it's interesting how um, somebody with dementia or, um, you know, that will all of a sudden you have a conversation with them and they have their in and out moments. But then when you play a song, they'll remember all the lyrics. Mm. And that's such a beautiful thing because those stories are so ingrained with us that we tend to remember. And it's, you know, going back to the Bible stories too, is like always you'd say one story and then it would just transmit from one family to the next. And we'd be transmitting until we were able to put, something on paper and find a pen and a paper and to be able to transcribe it. But through all that journey, we we're, you know, just delivering stories from one generation to the next. And that's what we're hoping to do with our songs too, is to be able to create that longevity. You know, we have moments in time, like songs that we still sing today that we're singing from 200 to 300 years ago that we remember yeah. the lyrics from and even in a different language. Like we learn these songs, like we started, you know, even singing when we talked about Latin languages that we ended mm -hmm. up started singing within those particular parameters or, you know, the German languages or uh, French or Spanish. But we remember those, you know, like who doesn't know, the, you know, La Cucaracha, <laughs> like those are the songs that we remember, right? But right. Because it's so ingrained. It doesn't matter. Like music really is international. Like when mm. we limit ourselves to say okay we want to learn only one language and right. it's why why do we have to do that when there's so many beautiful languages out there and it's about right. communication 
it really is about communication and to be able to deliver, you know, to be able to speak with one another because we're people and we want to connect. So that's what we're trying to do through music is to find that connection, whether it's through a different language or not. Like when we were talking earlier about, you know, the words smurf, smurf, smurf. Well, we read the the books and we all say smurf, 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 smurf. And we know exactly what they're talking about. Why is that? Mm -hmm. Because we're connected. So that's exactly what we're trying to do with music too is to find that connection but live with kindness <laughs> indeed indeed can i jump in here I, sure. i'm sorry i am going to share a personal journey with jenny uh because it's a really meaningful part of what she's describing um music doesn't just transcend all people oops for sure i'm so excited to work with jenny because all the different cultures because I'm really excited to work with Jenny for sure, because of all and languages. But I, I did want to share a little personal excerpt is that um, this, this year I lost my grandmother and Jenny was one of my key supporters in terms of helping me through that. And my grandmother was, you know, fading in and out of consciousness. And this was another thing is that, you know, music is extremely healing. Jenny sent me a song by the Righteous Brothers and I played it. My grandmother, we didn't think she was going to wake up again. And I played the song. And as I was playing the song and I was sitting by my grandma, a hand reached out and she grabbed me. And I'm like, and I'm like, and her eyes flittered open. And she's like, oh, I'm so glad that you're here. And I'm like, grandma, where else would I be? Right. And so, you know, music. It's not just about the vibrations in our presence. It's also unconscious too. So, you know, when we're, you know, we're with our loved ones or somebody like that, you know, when you play them their their music that they loved, it can be a great comfort and it can be a great comfort both to the patient as well as to the family. So thank you for that, Jenny. I'll never forget that. Thank you. (laughs) That's awesome stuff. I'm I'm glad to. I'm glad to see the uh, camaraderie that you two have for one another. And, and the world needs to see that there's more than just this, that there's the world is a lot bigger than that. And music is one of the, the bridges, bridges that let us all connect and relate and understand. And most of all, enjoy and like you said, can heal from it and can actually bring us together. And this is this is the main reason why we created Blast. We wanted to let the whole world come together in a central place so that everybody can experience it. It's kind of like when you want to have like my favorite spot, I want to go have some Jamaican food, I go to the Jamaican store. Or if I want to have some Chinese food, I go to the Chinese store. Well, in this case, we're trying to give you the whole buffet of all different flavors and genres <laughs> in one location. So you can help yourself to whatever you want. So that's the beauty of it. So listen, right, right now, <laughs> we're going to take this time and we're going to play a blast artist. Her name is Kelsey Montanez. She's out of uh, Chicago. And the name of this song is Mr. Crybaby. So let's go ahead and listen to that.
All righty, and that okay, that yeah. rocked. <laughs> that rocked. Wow, yeah, that, that was that, that was, was awesome. Who was that again? Yes, that's our girl Kelsey Montanez, and she is. I love it. A blast, a blast artist um, out of Chicago. That was amazing. Yeah. Thank that you. was yeah, really she, good. She is wonderful. But uh, also, if you are an independent artist, spoken word poet, or even an up-and-coming comedian looking for some exposure, you can go to BlastMusic247.com and register for free. But Blast is not just about the artist, but it's also for the fans. So if you love great music, just like that one from Kelsey, you can go to BlastMusic247.com and register for free. Blast, changing the industry one artist at a time. All right. Amazing. So, ladies, this is a question for both of y'all. Whoever wishes to go first is fine. I want you to tell me what would be your <laughs> dream gig that you're able to play. I want to know who to play with and the location of where you would like to play. Wow. Oh, I want to be. I want to be like Nightwish, and uh, and all of those beautiful um, hard rocking double kick song stresses and I want to do a song like uh Sancta Terra with uh Jenny and I want to be able to trade you know these beautiful soprano pieces with her and I just look forward to that so much so I love Flora Johnson I love um Epica's Simone Simone I love um the lead singers of Nightwish I mean there's so many great places and great people to sing with you've opened up this whole Pandora I would love uh -huh. to be able to have the opportunity to meet Elton John to sing with Cher um you know I wow. would love to be able to sing with um Boston <clears throat> I love Boston or the Doobie Brothers or you know the Headpins with Darby Mills she's amazing and completely um, underrated right now and I'd love to get her back out there again and sing with her she's amazing uh, there's just so many great artists heart oh my gosh heart was my dream mm -hmm. um, but you know time is running short because we're, we're losing our artists really quickly because I really wish that I'd had the opportunity to met my ultimate idol who was Olivia Newton-John um, mm. Olivia Newton-John was bar none my favorite artist mm. well, and because... you know time's getting time's getting short and these amazing artists that have got so much to give to us and i'm not ready to lose them yet mm -hmm. i understand that <laughs> yeah sorry jenny i jumped in <laughs> no that's okay i was like who would i choose that's like very difficult for me to say there's so many traits that i would like i would go like well one place that i definitely want to hit is like korea Although South Korea is so amazing. There's so many amazing artists there. One of my favorite bands is Astro uh, from uh, Korea. Um, but I think that if you're talking about Nightwish, I would love to have Apocalyptica come in and play with oh, us too. That yes. would be amazing. Yes. There's, there's that other really good one. Oh, Amaranth. I love Amaranth too. They're amazing. I love Amaranth. Yeah. Oh, yeah. and throwing a little, little Annie Lennox, and we got a deal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and we've got Lindsay Sterling too. Wouldn't you love to play with her? Yes. Oh my gosh. And how about yeah. and how about Vanessa Lau. May? Vanessa yeah. May is Chinese. We could go there. Oh, and yeah. don't ever forget another great singer who is Amy Lee from Evanescence. I mean, that would be mm -hmm. another really amazing opportunity. Absolutely. But you know, I'm, I'm going down all these rock places, but there's. You know, there's Reba McIntyre, there's Dolly Parton, you know, like, um, there's Barbara Streisand. Oh my gosh, I love her vocals. And 
I love Reba McIntyre. That's my karaoke I... song is Evergreen. That's my go-to. Oh my God, that's mine too. I didn't know that. Are you that's serious? So cool. <laughs> that's I, funny. I swear to God, I've known you before. It's so wild. Like, you just up the phone of course, that is like... in your song by Elton John. That's my go-to. <laughs> oh, I love that. But I love I love the new one by Elton John too with, um, I can't remember her name, but I think it's Rena. And it's mm -hmm. called My Chosen Family. And I just, I oh, can listen is. to it's that beautiful. on repeat over and over and over again. But, you know, Elton John's such a talented, accomplished pianist and singer. You know, there's, these are, these people are the greats. And, you know, I, I just look forward to perhaps having the opportunity to even, you know, rub my shoulder against some of these wonderful people and, and, yeah. and learn okay. and experience yeah. their greatness in person. Yeah. Yes, well, talk about vintage. We might even get together with the outsiders that Yay! would be fun i would love to sing with the outsiders and perform with the outsiders i mean I'm how cool is yeah. that you know That'd the coolest so thing cool. about the outsiders is that you know they're they're a gifted band they they had hits in the 60s and they're putting out hits now too right but not yeah. only that but they're they're kind of they've moved into this mentorship role in which they're actually willing to come out with some of our new artists at big records yeah. and help to support them and guide them in their stage presence and lift mm -hmm. them up right yeah i mean how cool is that right like that yeah, just is like sure. the ultimate cool Absolutely. because you know in today's day and age life is tough but when we build our own community mm. and we build a loving creative community then we all shine and i i just love that story that's yeah. who i am love? i believe yeah. in love right and that's yeah. actually one of the lines from my song is that that's the song i wrote called rise and it's uh you know fight that fight with love not rage that kills yeah wow and, you know there there is only one way to win a fight and that's by loving kindness <laughs> there it is it's true i think <laughs> if i was to go back and bring some composers that i absolutely appreciate in the past mm -hmm. uh, if i had the opportunity to go back and bring them all together you know like bill and ted's excellent adventure <laughs> 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 I would, I would totally do a mix of Beethoven, Sister Rosetta Thorpe, Michael Jackson. Oh, yes. There you go. Don't forget Whitney Houston. Right. No. <laughs> Whitney, yeah. For sure. A lot. Mariah Carey. Wouldn't that be a great combination? And then maybe they throw in a little Larry Gowan. That would be fun, too. Yep. Or Lenny Kravitz. Mm, oh yeah, I like, I like yeah. the Kravitz. <laughs> so what we're gonna do right now, ladies, is we're gonna showcase the song that you have coming out, and that's gonna be released on November seventh. Uh, the name November of ninth, eh? November ninth, November ninth. Yes. Thank you. Thank yes. you. <laughs> no, November ninth, and it's called Paris. And Paris. We look forward to it. So let's go ahead and take a listen to it.
that was Pari, but Terakai. That's JPD3, and uh, was it nefarious Sorry, ways as a, well? It's actually JDP3. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and Fear Escape. And Fear Escape, yeah, and Fear Escape. also is an amazing uh, producer. And Jenny and I have this amazing opportunity to work with Matico. And he's just a visionary person. And we're really excited for the new, the two new songs that we're, Jenny and I are writing together with Matico. Uh, we're going to do some channeling of some uh, Delirium um, and some Sarah McLaughlin great stuff. So mm -hmm. yeah, it's going to be a really good opportunity. Awesome. So, ladies, before we head out, could you please let the audience know where they can find you, your socials? Absolutely. I'm at Tarakai on Facebook and Instagram. I'm also at Tarakai Mains on YouTube and on LinkedIn. So those are the two places to find me. There's www.tarakaimusic.com. And there you'll find some links to all of our music, including the new products that we're doing with Fear Escape. <laughs> and uh, Tarakai Nefarious Ways. And Tarakai Nefarious Ways is just getting started. We're ramping right up. So we're going to be building some socials. So look out for our new socials off of the Tarakai Music website. All right. And you, Miss Jenny? Hold on. Trying to find your mute button. <laughs> well, Jenny's stuff is going to be with me right now, but Jenny does more than just my stuff so jenny is developing her spotify itunes and youtube account currently okay sorry i got locked there uh as you see no on the problem. screen my um my socials are jdp3 underscore official and that's for facebook instagram and tiktok nice ladies thank you so much for taking the time to come hang out with me and sharing your music and that is Thank November you. the 9th. That parody will be available for download, et cetera, and so on. And Kiss Me Quiet is available now. Yes, is that please. correct? Thank you. Thank you so Alrighty. much for taking the time to listen to us. And thank you so much for taking the time to interview us. Mm -hmm. um, Troy, we really appreciate you, the Veep. And mm -hmm. we also really appreciate D-Ray as well. And all of our listeners, thank you so much. Thank you so much, everyone. <laughs> the pleasure was ours. Well, everybody, um, we will see you when we see you. This is not an uh, official loop, but this is a special edition that I decided to do. But everything is the same. Please be kind. Celebrating the difference to make a difference. I'll see you next time. Love you. <laughs>